Welcome to Evil Pudding, a true crime podcast. My name is Courtney. And I'm Patrick. Hola. Como estas? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> no Spanish. Pretty good. Not too bad. Excited for today. It's a little bit different. It's our first listener tales. Yep. And you know, I know Halloween was like four days ago. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just the way it felt. This is all our spooky tales from our listeners, ghosts and ghouls. And spooky, ooky. Scary shit. It's still Halloween in our hearts. <laughs> you and I will celebrate Halloween 24-7, 365. So. Oh, for sure. Speaking of Halloween, I... <laughs> <laughs> so our um, Patreon, um, our Pudding Pod family, we were going to do a Get Ready With Me. Um, where I got ready and like, you know, got all dressed up as something for Halloween. Eddie Munson, first of all. With you guys. Yeah. And I did. And it was awesome because I had my oldest with me here and we were talking and she was talking about true crime and what she knows about true crime. And I was like, this is amazing. And it was live. And right when we ended it, um, like we did the reveal. It was awesome. I feel like I nailed the costume. I posted a picture of it on our Patreon and Patrick went to save the video to our Patreon page. So if you couldn't be there live, you can go back and see it. I fucked it up. And no, you didn't. We didn't know what we were doing. We, we, I guess we hit save video, but it, it didn't. We didn't. It was, we also had to, because we hadn't. I didn't, we didn't plan it correctly or whatever. I didn't know I needed 24 hours on you because I was going to use YouTube live yeah, to stream it. And right. when I went to lock that up, it was like, oh, you need to sign up for the like podcast or whatever it was I need to sign up for. And I did that. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're good to go. It's like, hey, you need 24 hours before you can fucking do it. And I was like, what? But we know now. Yeah. So, so it's used, not going to happen again. Use what? Crowdcast or something else? Crowdcast. And it was just, it's not yeah. a bad app. I just don't know how to use it. it no, was, we just didn't, we didn't save it. So I think we screwed it up. I think I said it like three different reminders on it or something. I don't know what happened. But that's okay because um, our Patreon Pudding Pod fam is getting a sneak peek into our November, which happens to be our, my birthday month. Mm-hmm. I am a Scorpio. You are. And you didn't notice. I have picked the case of my lifetime. It's your swan song. Are do it's my swan it's like song. Your fucking thesis for a PhD right here. I am um, going. We're going to be doing our first series. So November is going to be literally an entire series. Amazing. I think. I, I hope it's going to be. I've I've worked my ass off on this, and I, I hope that it I unofficially shows. refer to you as. And you know this as like one of the world's foremost experts on this fucking person. And I hate that, but I feel like it. I feel like you are. I I just. Yeah. So. It's ridiculous. uh, If you are a member of our Pudding Pod family on Patreon, tomorrow, well, I guess that doesn't mean a lot, but Saturday, I will, because this is coming up for everybody else on Sunday. Um, If you're on our Patreon, you're hearing this on Saturday. I will be giving you a sneak peek. To the title of our series, and it is going to be hopefully epic and game changing. We've never done anything like this before, so not really. No, not this fucking super level. excited, it's crazy. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. we had such awesome feedback from people. Apparently, I didn't completely suck. No, you when I did uh, the Jersey or the Runaway Devil me, with JR, they people want me to 
let you out of the basement. Okay. And so I know. I've thought about it, and I guess I, I will. Y'all are my heroes. And I hate the basement. The people want Patrick to do some true crime. Well, guess what? Patrick's fucking working on a couple of different ones right now. I am so excited, Pat. And I what I like wait. about it is, you know, you really focus on these true crime murder scenarios or these serial killers. Or mm-hmm. these. I tend to take it. Sometimes I try to take it a little outside of that. Well, you're an ex-cop, so you you give yeah, us that. And I have a couple that perspective that I can't. I have a couple that I'm going to work on that are you know they're, they're serial crime based, but they're one of them is actually kind of kind of there's a whole storyline building up in one part of it. I can't wait. And then there's another one I'm working on right now. I don't now. know what he's doing the, by the way. You know the next one I'm working on. Which one? It's Whisper fucked it. up. Whisper it. <gasps> yes. Okay. It yeah. is fucked up. It is true crime, but it's. That's, Not true crime, crazy. but it is true crime. It's just fucked up. It also ties into what an episode that I did. Uh, it does. Yeah. Okay. And then the next That's one. That's only hand I'll give. The next one I'm doing after that ties into the last one I'm doing. I did, mm-hmm. and what I'm doing later on. The big one I'm doing. So I'm letting Patrick out of the basement, and we've decided if that I didn't just confuse the shit out of everybody right there. By we the way. are going to uh, Patrick's going to do one episode a month. One a month. Gives you a break, so you're not doing it every week. It gives you a break to work on something, too. Starting after November. Yeah, starting in December, because November's... I'm claiming November as... You would think, since it's my birthday month, that I want to take this month off, but no. No, you want to celebrate the whole month for yourself. Yeah. Which is how you want. I'm going to... Well, this is a but highly... I can do the first week of December or whatever and give you a break after your month-long... Hells yeah. ...series. That cool. You're doing. That sounds good. I'm down with it. You're down with OPP? I'm down with OPP. You yeah, know You know me. me. <laughs> well, today we have listeners' tales, and what? What? And don't worry, guys. If you have a tale, like a spooky tale, maybe paranormal, maybe true crime, um, this isn't the only episode we'll nope. do. So please Send keep them sending us. them in. We um, on DM all of our social us, media, yeah. we have our link tree. Email it. DM us. Email it uh, evilpuddingpodcast at gmail.com, and we will read your um, we will read your tale. Yeah, it doesn't have to be paranormal. Air. It doesn't have to no. be ghostly. It doesn't it can be true crime? It can be some crazy like I was almost the victim of a murder. Or, like this is what happened. Or I witnessed uh, whatever. I mean, just whatever. Like send I see it, dead please. people. Whatever it is. I mean, okay, do it. <laughs> I mean, really cool. and you can also remain anonymous. Yes, but let us so know we, so we like, don't. Even today, we have a couple of times yeah. we're going to read, and at least one of them is anonymous, just because. Yeah, they asked us to do it anonymously, and, and we're going to do that. So, you want to hop in? Do you have anything else? I mean, I could talk for hours about whatever. Do you want to do rock paper scissors to see who goes first? No, you're going first. Okay, I'll just go first. I just told you you're going first, so you're going first. <laughs> I don't listen to you, bro. I'm just kidding. You're better at this than me. You do your thing. No, the people think that. You need more airtime. Because I'm fucking awesome and they recognize. Real and recognize is real. Let's be honest here. Okay. That's good. You're amazing. (laughs) You're going to be demoted to no longer co-star. You're going to be just featured on my podcast. I'm going to be a featured (laughs) Patrick featuring Courtney. (laughs) Evil Pudding Podcast with Patrick featuring Courtney. She's allowed to talk. It's too many freaking peas. (laughs) Evil Pudding Podcast. People. Poopy head. What? <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know. Put I'm, the wine I'm, down, lady. I'm, I've had two sips and I'm slap happy because it's Friday night and I'm exhausted. I know. But anyways, we got some listener tales to get through, so let's go. You ready? I mean, yeah, we just established that. Shut up. <laughs> 
listener tale. The first one is from Jennifer. Hello, Jennifer. She's a member of our Pudding Pod Patreon family. I feel like she's our like script writer. She's she's our produ- <laughs> she's at this point she's our content she's creator. Our content creator, seriously. Love you, Jennifer. Always has Hello. So many good ideas to talk about, or so many good cases to hit. Also, may I just mention that Jennifer has goats. Are they fainting and they, goats? They come into the house. Are they fainting goats? I I don't know if they faint. I'm sure I want, you can. I want fainting goats. But I follow her goats on Instagram. So nice. Yeah. Oh my god, love them. Okay. She says. When I was around 10, we lived in Winsboro, South Carolina, in a two-story old Victorian house with a wraparound porch and a huge screened-in back porch that had a full bath. That's like my dream house. I was about to say that's like your dream house. I want like the haunted dollhouse look with the wraparound front porch. Yes. The (laughs) long-ass driveway up in the middle of nowhere. Yes. My earliest memories were of coming home from school and my mom telling us she had heard children laughing. Mm -mm. Oh, hell no. And running around our front porch. There's something about children ghosts. I'm okay with any ghosts, but I have a big issue with children ghosts. Like, little kids laughing is adorable, but when there's no little kid there, You know what I think it is? I think that I've watched so many, like, conjurings and stuff that a lot of times, like, demons take on... Well, they take on the innocent. The innocent. So it'll be... They'll take on, like, children's forms in order to... Yeah. To to lure you in to make it less threatening and all that shit. I can't deal with little kid, like, laughing. You know, remember I told you about the uh, little training site I used to use in Hawaii when we were on the SWAT team? We had that... uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had... It was actually rigged for lights and sounds. (laughs) And when we would take people there to train at night, we would use the giggling baby. No. And it would... It's a whole town. It's literally a whole town. It's like 30 buildings. And they're all giggling. It's all you hear in the whole place is this little, no. little kid giggling. Even it would even fuck with me. I'd be like, nope, I'm dead. I'm staying. Over How there. did you sleep? I did. I would, I would legit die. I drank a lot of beer. Back I then. would yeet right out of there. <laughs> I would drank a lot of beer back then. That's how I slept. You would see just a like a darting mass, and that would be me, my ass running. You'd have and I don't at, run. You got shot with the paint rounds, and it would have sucked. Great. <laughs> I'd rather that than experience the giggling children. It's creepy. Anyways, this house at some point has been split into two separate apartments. Okay. She said, my room was upstairs and my door led into my parents' room. There was always a sense of darkness in my room and I refused to sleep in there. I would sleep either on the floor in my brother's room or on the couch in my living room. At this time, my father was a paramedic working Three 24-hour shifts, leaving my brother and I at home alone. Oh, hell no. I'm so sorry. That has to be terrifying, at least, especially when you know there's giggling children lurking about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One night, my brother had a friend sleepover. He comes running to wake me up, accusing me of grabbing them. I was dead ass asleep in the living room. I was so terrified to sleep in my room that eventually my father put together bunk beds in the dining room where I got top bunk and my brother got bottom bunk. That's a good dad right there. Now, Winsboro is an old haunted town. The house was great during the day, but at night it was something else. Another night I was staying up late watching night tracks and my brother and his friend come rushing down the stairs screaming that something was after them. Oh God. Fuck that. They were trying to scare me by hiding upstairs and playing spooky music when the tape wouldn't stop, and they heard a woman laugh and something clawed them. Ugh. Clawed them? Yeah, it's a demon all over that shit. 
they ran out the front door like the hounds of hell were after them. So I followed. (laughs) I would too. Another time I was taking a bath in the bathtub on the back porch. God, they had a bathtub on the back porch? Yeah, so she said it was a full backpack. That's amazing. Clawfoot tub and everything. That's perfect for you. Oh, yeah. And something was scratching outside the outside wall. This house had French glass doors to the living room, a swinging door to the kitchen, and a small room under the stairs. One time, my brother and I saw a face through the window as we were on the back porch. No, thank you. Keep in mind, it was always just us two as my dad was always working and my mom really wasn't in the picture much. Later, we found out the previous owner had hung herself from the top staircase. <gasps> oh my gosh. Don't they have to um, like disclose that when they... I wonder... Jennifer, uh, let us know it, when you're... Um, depends on when they bought the house and how long Yeah, ago when your was. dad bought but the house. But I know house. nowadays if someone died or someone killed himself or someone even just died. Was that the disclosed? House, That's crazy. She says, shortly after we moved, the house was torn down. To this day, I still remember the heaviness I'd feel upstairs in that house. It got so bad, I'd go across the street and spend the night with our elderly neighbors. I don't blame you, girl. I would too. I try to chalk it up to a child's imagination running wild, but it was real. My brother, who is four years older than me, and his friends hauling ass down the stairs, screaming and running into the street, was not a prank. There was something dark and evil in that house that still plagues my dreams even now. To this day, my brother swears I came into his room and grabbed their feet. Hell, I didn't go anywhere in that house alone and stayed outside as much as I could. We both stayed out as much as we could. That's insane, Jennifer. Yeah, that definitely sounds like not a friendly spirit. No, not not with the giggling and then the scratching and stuff. But then, you know, I'm looking up Winsboro, South Carolina because she said it's a whole haunted town. Yeah. I could see that. So apparently it's it's named after the Wynn family who uh, were members that fought in the Revolutionary War. And even Lord Cornwallis made his headquarters there for four months. What? So it saw a bunch of uh, the Revolutionary War. And then I kept looking. Mm-hmm. And I came across witches in Winsboro. There's a history of witches in this county. The whole thing about witches. There. What year? What, 1700s. Like, oh, they were just women who had an opinion, I'm sure. I know, but it still lends <laughs> yeah, to the I haunting. Know. The whole Salem yeah, aspect. That's probably like the Salem of the South, huh? Winsboro? I wonder. It is, yeah. So what was up with the witches? Uh, it's a really long article. I didn't have a chance to read that in three minutes. Oh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't read that fast. But there's a whole list of like haunted places there, like Molly's Rock Picnic Area. Fort Jackson's there. Have you been there? Well, it's nearby Fort. I've been to Fort Jackson. I'm like, it's 26 miles from Winsboro. Oh, okay. So I've been to Fort Jackson. Um, it's not that that place sucks. Um, it's right where the University of South Carolina is. Oh, okay. No, it's, I can see a whole, I can, you can find a whole bunch of stuff that's haunted near there. But yeah, I mean, it's got revolutionary war ties, witches, and this shit sounds like something. This ain't no fucking happy baby haunting you. Well, no, they say that um, anytime you get, like, the dark feeling, um, especially the scratching, like, I'd be interested to know if there were claw, claw marks where there are, like, three of them. Yeah, and you the know, scratching, that kind of, of stuff. course, is obviously a manifestation, yeah. physical harm, but that's always associated with a demonic-type presence. Yeah. Very rarely, if you read about that stuff or watch all the, the shows and all these things, it's very rare that a scratching is... Like an innocent ghost just trying to get attention. That's usually like things falling, mm-hmm. things closing, yeah. stomping. 
But the scratches and all those kind of things, those are usually almost always associated with something the dark. The D word? Something dark. I didn't it, like that. You couple that with the death in the house. Who knows if the darkness in the house didn't cause mm-hmm. that person to commit suicide, right? Yeah. One of the most famous uh, hauntings of all time, mm-hmm. the Perone family. <gasps> yeah. It was rumored that there was a witch that lived on their property, but it's also... Well known that the neighbor's house there was a hanging. A woman hung herself. Wasn't it the Perone family was um, the con- wasn't it conjuring? Mm-hmm. It was a conjuring. Bathmeda was the name. Bath- Bathsheba. Bathsheba mm-hmm. was the name of the spirit or the entity, which was. She's a real person. I was about to say she was a real person. I almost thought about doing a you know, doing looking into her some more for a possible episode. Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Not dia. I said Bathsheba. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's. Shitty name to have. That's, I mean, that's a fucking rough thing to deal with growing like up. Like, you can't be... Well, I mean, actually, it's a badass name. But you can't, like, have the name Bathsheba and be... It was the 1700s or 1800s. Just, like, a chill person, you know? Apparently, she, like, killed her own kid. Yeah, see? Offered it up to the devil or some shit like that. She did. I remember that. That's, that's scary that's as the, hell. That's the, well, that's the urban legend, because mm-hmm. I read into it more, and they really can't find a ton of... They can find a death certificate, like a, a, t- like a time of death for her. Like a county log of it, mm. but they don't. There's not a lot about her, or her husband, or anything else. There's just she's there, and all these rumors and these, you know how that is. These fucking urban stories from like urban legends from like 150 years ago. Who yeah, knows you don't know. Yeah. She probably sneezed one time, and they're like, "Fucking devil!" That's <laughs> how it worked with women back then. Anytime they had an opinion, or that's definitely a fucked up tale. Like I don't want to live in that house at all. I'm sad it's tore down. Well, I mean, I don't want. I'd love to go there now, but as a kid growing up at 10 years old, that would terrify the shit. Out. Jennifer, I want you like stranger to things take type shit. Patrick and I on a field trip to visit your goats and to see the land where that house was on. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank well, you, Jennifer. So that's going to take us into listener tale number two. Let's do it. This one is from Madison. Madison. She says, Hi. Hey, Courtney and Patrick. My Hi. name is Madison, or as I go by, Maddie. Well, hello, Hi, Maddie. Maddie. Thank you for sending in your story. I read it earlier, and it's it's another fun one. Uh, she says, so uh, this happened to myself and my mom about you know 20 years ago. She was 10 or 11 at the time. Okay. And she had a dream, she says, where this little boy just kept calling her name. She says she ignored it and thinking, you know, it might be her sister trying to bug her. Sitting at the kitchen table, and the phone rang. And normally during breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or pretty much in the household growing up, they never really answered the phone. But for that particular day, she had to answer the phone. Like she, I guess she just felt like she had to answer it. Mm-hmm. And all like, she kept hearing was a little boy kept saying her name. And then she got scared. And then all of a sudden woke up and she was in her bed. And it was a dream that someone was calling me on the phone in my dream. But it sounded like a little boy ran into the kitchen uh, where her mom was. So this was all in the dream. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. She said her mom looked at her and was like, what? She said, is that someone to call? Who was that? Said no one called. And she looked at her and was like, what did you hear? What did you see? What happened? And I told her. And she looked at me, freaked the fuck out. And said the same shit just happened to her mom. (gasps) Oh my God, Maddie. That's so terrifying. And instead of saying her name, though, it said her mom's name. It called her mom. And it was a little boy's voice. So that little, that's obviously it was the same little boy. And it did the same thing to her mom that it did to Maddie in her sleep. In her sleep. So she has this dream about it. Maddie, that's so messed up. 
calling her name. She answers the phone in her dream, and he's you know calling her name on the phone. She says she saw him running into the kitchen, and that's when she was asking her mom, "And what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck?" Basically, and her mom was like, "No fucking way." That's nuts. Same shit just happened to me. And then her mom Mm -hmm. tells her there should have. Her mom always says that there should have been a little boy born before her. (gasps) So now she knows that her older brother (laughs) that could have been yeah everything is okay. But neither one of them had that experience after that. Maddie, that's so crazy. But that's a happy story because no, it's really it's it's, it's that, almost like you have a. They're just letting you know he's letting you know that everything's okay. Yeah, like it's a, he's just sending a message back that maybe you're sad or maybe he's worried that y'all are sad about him or whatever, and he's just saying, "Hey, I'm okay." Maybe he's your guardian angel. Exactly. Maddie, Which is really that's awesome. Fucking freaky to think that you I go, love I'm it. sleeping. I'm sleeping. This crazy dream happens. I wake up. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I see something that kind of similar to my dream, like mm-hmm. go by you. And I'm like, hey. And you're like, what? What the fuck? And I'm like, that hey, sounds... this is what just happened to my dream. And you're like, holy shit, this is fucking happened to me in real life. Maddie, that sounds eerily similar to my one ghostly paranormal experience. Patrick knows about it. I do. I might have to say that at the end of this. Yeah. So at the end, we might we might have a few that yeah. trigger your memories. You That's know, we crazy. About, I've had a few. I wasn't gonna say anything. We'll but talk about them at the end. Yeah, right? we'll talk Let's about, about them. That's insane, Maddie. That's a that's a happy story. I I like that. That's I mean, a it's good kind of, spooky story. Yeah, it's spooky, but it it's a feel good spooky. That's not the lady that hung herself in the house that runs around giggling yeah. like a little boy that <laughs> no, scratched. This you. is good. This is a this good is thing. This is a family member saying, "Hey, I'm okay. I'm, I'm here. here. Love you guys. I'm yeah. watching out for you. Pretty cool." Okay, so our third listener tale is from an anonymous person. Hello, Anonymous. Hello. So she said, so, or he, we don't know. <laughs> it's just it's Anonymous. Just I think we just assume anonymous. she because we more have more interaction with We do. We have more, more female listeners. Yeah. Well, at least sure. they interact more, I should say. I yeah, don't know if we have true. more or not, but that's true. we definitely have more. So it's fair for you to assume. I don't know. So when we were younger, we'd break into abandoned houses. Fuck yeah, I did that shit too. <laughs> did you? I was a hoodlum. I lit the railroad tracks on fire when I was like 15. Oh my God. Hoodlum. So when we were younger, we'd break into abandoned houses and houses that were for sale that were mostly empty. Yeah. We were heathens. They actually, I did not even notice that they used that word. I fucking love it. I love it. Kindred spirits, Patrick? Yes. Or should I say patty cakes? Just kidding. I know the person that sent that. So, and I know what she called. I know what. I know. Sorry. I know what I she knows. calls you. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm dead. I know what she calls you. So one time. Courtney we, doesn't English well, by the way. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> English better you punk. So one time we broke into an abandoned house. Oh, no, I edit these things. I could argue that. <laughs> so one time we broke into an abandoned house. It was in total disarray. Windows were shattered and it was weather damaged. Now, this house was a sweet little cottage in its heyday. The outside was made of rock, and it had been there for a long time. Ooh, pretty cool. The contents on the inside also reflected that. All the vintage items strewn about. Ooh, they left all the stuff in there. Vintage. I have to take that shit and sold it. (laughs) Nowadays, you make a shit ton of money from it. As we walked through the house, scoping out all the damage and remnants of an old life left behind, we come across a pantry. To give context, we are in this house in broad daylight. Okay, so it's not nighttime. That's good. It's not spooky. It's a little spooky, yeah. The windows are busted open in most places, and there is plenty of sunlight in the house. And she made plenty capitalized, like P 
please know there's plenty of sunlight. Extra capitalized right here. However, this pantry was dark, pitch dark. You could see maybe the first few feet of the pantry. That's weird. On the shelves, there were old canning jars full of food, corn, beans, and cabbage, to name a few. There were also vintage kitchen utensils as well. We pulled out a flashlight to see what else was in the pantry, but the light wouldn't reach the other side. What? Mm, That's weird. Like the light had a, like some kind of blockade or something. That's crazy. Maybe it's just something the light couldn't go through. I don't know. It was just pitch black. It was like staring into the abyss. And I had this very uneasy feeling that something was staring back. The hair stood up on the back of my neck and I told my friend, I think we should go. He must have seen the look on my face because he agreed. Neither one of us were stepping foot into that pantry, and I wanted to exit that house as quick as possible. I turned around and headed towards the door, but the more we walked, the farther the door seemed. Oh, hell no. I've seen movies like this. What was that movie? It was... um. It wasn't the entity. It was Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters. That, it reminds me of that movie. If y'all haven't seen Grave Encounters, go watch it. It's it, one this of those is what B-rate that, movies. It is amazing. No, it's amazing. Like, but, it's, sure. but I'm saying it's, it's definitely shot like one of those. Don't be like thinking high-level production here. I think it's pretty good. It's a found footage film, so for sure. Okay. She says, it felt like we were wading through quicksand trying to get out of there. Everything was in slow motion, and I look back to my friend, and he's carrying a small oil can that he retrieved from the pantry. I yell back to him, leave it, just leave it. At this point, it feels like a hundred books are sitting on my chest trying to suffocate me. I... No, thanks. I'm nervous right now. That's crazy. (laughs) This has got me feeling like when I was watching uh, the last, the end of, uh, was episode four of season four of Stranger Things, when Max is trying to run. Yeah. Like, it, it's so, it's so fucking stressful. Just call. Like, fucking run, Max. <laughs> Shit. I'm dying here. It reminds me of, um, what's it called? Oh, my God. Never Ending Story. Atreyu. Oh, in the yeah. In the quicksand. In the qui- was it quicksand? Was it quicksand? Or was, was it a swamp? It was a swamp. It was a swamp. It was, like, sucking um, Atreyu. But what was the horse's name? Do you remember? No. We know it. I know we know it. I just remember Falcor and Atreyu. Anyways. I am desperate to leave. I won't, why won't he just leave the oil can? He looks at me, looks at the oil can, and chucks back into the depths of the house. No. Hell no. Fuck you, oil can. (laughs) She says, all of a sudden, we are released and run towards the door and all but fall over each other getting out. So all of a sudden, like, they're back in regular time. Or whatever was holding on to them. That's she said, we don't stop and head towards the vehicle only and head towards the vehicle only looking back once to make sure nothing had followed us. Moral of the story, don't take shit from abandoned houses. <laughs> they are abandoned for a reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, but that's like, that's like a common occurrence. Not that you get stuck in that kind of shit. Like when you take something from a house or something like that, but it's very common occurrence. You read about it all the time about people like, Taking things from, you know, a paranormal place or a haunted place, they take something and it goes home with them, or it yeah. follows them, or attaches itself to them. That's you remember our corpsewood episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that take like from the ruins because the yeah. villagers burnt the yeah. mansion down. 
they have all experienced loss and you know horrible yeah, they things say, happen. They say some of these things like the, the the land or the area is cursed, and if you remove something from it, yeah, a lot of leave it there. Well, a lot of cultures, I know the Hawaiian culture, a lot of Native American cultures, and a lot of other cultures believe Egyptian. If, yeah, if you disturb those things, you're you're taking part of it with you and inviting whatever's with it to come with you. Earlier this year, no, sorry, it was in twenty. It was in twenty twenty. Because I remember the timing was just impeccable. I saw an article saying that uh, some American scientists were going to Egypt and actually like opening the caskets of some of these um, like ancient Egyptian kings and queens that they had found like opening up. Yeah. That. Why would we do that? <laughs> I don't know. But it, it's definitely, there's definitely some, a lot of fake a folklore, not fake, folklore, mm-hmm. a lot of stories about that stuff happening. Look, it yeah. fucking happens in almost every movie now. Like, it's a perfect example what you were just talking about. The fucking mummy. The movie The Mummy with Brandon I, Fraser. I was going to say, have you never watched The Mummy? They took the shit, the four little urns that had the, the four organs. I'm being of, very vague, but I, I wish I could remember. I think they found, like, um, some some more, like, I don't remember, but I just know it's just like the movies. Like they took the four urns, would have the, the organs of what was his name, Emotep, in the movie. I think. Yeah. And that summoned the demon, beast, guy, man, mummy to come after them all. So I mean, more of the story is like she said: don't take shit from abandoned houses. Don't take shit from haunted places. Don't take shit from you know worship or sacred or holy places either, because that's a lot where you see it. Hold on, I really won't find this just to so I can make this fluid for you when you edit, if you don't mind. So it was in uh, 2020. Like I was saying, I just found it online. Sorry, Coconut. Thank you for barking. She didn't um, like the story. <laughs> it was uh, archaeologists discovered 59 coffins belonging to Egyptian priests and officials from the 26th dynasty in August of 2020. Mm-hmm. And we all decided to open them. No. And it was Don't in 2020. Do it. it was like, have we learned nothing? <laughs> It was like I saw a, um, I don't know how long ago it happened, but someone showed a picture of, is it Incan or Mayan or something mm-hmm. like that? They uncovered a jade, yeah. a jade mask. And the first comment was like, don't put it on, bro. <laughs> put it down. This is a mask. Away. The movie, the mask. Yeah, the movie, the mask. <laughs> I thought it was funny when I saw that. Anywho. Oh my gosh. We're just a train wreck today. Um, it's a, it's, this is a fun kind of episode. Though. It is. It's, well, yeah, because we're not talking about mass murder. Yeah. And, Horrible things being done to you. We need this quick break before before the next next week. Damn sure. Anyway, all right. Next, we have listener tale number four. This one was contributed to us by a dear friend of ours from one of our favorite podcasts, Malice and Mocktails. Hello, Emily and Katie. And this is from Katie from Malice and Mocktails. So she says, hi, Courtney and Patrick. Hi, Katie. I just wanted to send over my retelling of the ghost story. I'm down. Let's do it. But also tell it on my podcast because I just think it's creepy as fuck. I read it. It is creepy as fuck. Definitely tell it on your podcast. And she says, enjoy. We will. So she said H, who she's referring to as as her stepdad. She's referring to him as H. Recently retired from a a long career Training and evaluating explosive detections dogs. I've been around them my whole life, my adult life at least. I figured you could relate to this one. The other day I asked him if he ever had experienced any kind of creepiness Mm -hmm. at the cool places he traveled. And because I guess when he does a lot of his training, they go to abandoned buildings, abandoned places, because that's what we did too. So 
I'm assuming that's what he was doing. And she said, this is what he told us. Okay. He said the last time he was in L.A., which was a few years ago, she thinks. Is it Los uh, Angeles or Louisiana? Los Angeles. Okay. No one refers to Louisiana as Lo- as L.A. except for people from Louisiana. The last time I guess he was in L.A., Louis- or Los Angeles, California. Uh, she said that was a few years ago, not super recent. She can't remember exactly. Uh, he was at the Sheriff's Department training facility, and they were training in an old prison cell block. It was her stepdad, one of his colleagues, the actual dog handler, and the dog, and a few other deputies. Uh, there's various bags and luggage lined up in the cell blocks where they, the handler and the dog can move through them. Uh, and the dog's basically trying to signal the training aid. For those that don't know, it's basically the same kind of smell that they'd be looking for if it's an explosive dog like this one is. Uh, oh, this is Patrick's take on it. Well, I'm just telling you what this is at this point. Oh, I was okay. just talking about the training aid and the yeah, bags. gotcha. When you're training these dogs, they have training aids that have the same odor of gunpowder or oh, explosive, okay. whatever, whatever the odor is. And they'll stick it in like socks or they'll put it in food bags mm-hmm. and try to see if the dog can hit. Oh, hit okay. So that's I what they're talking you. about by the training aid. So she said the dog would move through the bags uh, to signal if it could be sense the training aid. Mm-hmm. And now the cell block has cells on one side and a brick CMU type wall on the other side. What's CMU? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I should know that too. Here, I'll look you. it up. Okay. Well, you look it up. I'm your You're my research Google? person. Okay. CMU. It's Carnegie Mellon University. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that's what happens when you let Courtney Google. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> Concrete masonry unit. Concrete masonry unit. Okay. Yes. So it's either that or a brick type wall. It's not Carnegie Mellon University. So it's it's a stone brickish, concreteish type wall of some sort. Okay. Which we all know. We've all seen prisons before. We kind of know what she's talking about here. Yeah. Uh, so the handler gets ready to go, and the dog freezes. Uh, everyone's kind of up in arms, and the, it just, the dog won't move. Uh, her stepdad looks at the dog and the handler and to his colleague, and they all just kind of look at each other quizzically, because I guess this is very – I've been around tons of dogs doing this. It's not normal for them just to just not move. Then, as if out of the movie, everyone in unison follows the dog's gaze towards the end of the cell block. Every single one of them. She says, all of them. In caps. All of them. In caps. The second time, in caps, <laughs> see the same thing. A woman – just standing there looking back at them. After what seems like hours, one of the deputies says they would go see who it is. Katie says, what? What? Like, what? What, <laughs> what is it? No, so she's saying what, like, you're going to go see yeah. who it is? What are you, why? Oh. She said, okay, more power. I mean, power. I would go too. <laughs> yeah, she says, okay, more power to you. Katie's as, logical. <laughs> and as the deputy moves to walk down the hall, the ghost just kind of turns and walks through the wall. No way. Through. The wall. And it was at that time H, her stepfather, was like, nope. Told everyone they were training outside. (gasps) Yeah, we're not going to train inside today. I am with you, Mr. H. Uh, I'm outside too. Fuck this. There's (laughs) ghosts and shit in here. (laughs) Screw this. You're not paying me for ghosts. You're paying me to detect bombs and (laughs) balls. Fuck that. So true. (laughs) That's another creepy one. And we've, you know, reminds me of. Kind of very eerily similar to when I talked about Eastern State Pen. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see a person, but remember I was just staring, like everyone was just staring down that hallway and I couldn't take oh, myself when you off went? That, that darkness that was in that corner. You that, went? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how old were you when I you went? I can't remember. A long time ago. Were you a teenager no, or young teens, adult? I was somewhere in my 20s or teens. I can't okay. remember. Sometime after I graduated high school. Yeah. Which between now and then was a long time ago. Um, yeah, you're old as fuck. So. Two years older than you. 
It's a lot. That means you're just about old as fuck. Anyway. <laughs> just about, not quite. <laughs> I mean, I remember staring down that prison. The prison's already creepy. There's yeah. Eastern State Pen. We covered it. It's a fucked up institution. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the hallway, there's pitch black darkness. But it's almost like something's in the darkness looking at you. Yeah. And it's just I've, one of those feelings where you're like, I've no! heard that a lot. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. It's, there's just something there. You can't see it. Mm-hmm. You can't explain it. You but feel it, it. it literally looks like I'm staring at you down a hallway and you're staring right back at me. It's almost like you can't document it. It's, you can't. it's a feeling. Yeah. You can't document it. And that's the problem is a lot of these things you can't document because it it's how you feel or what you sense or see. Where I grew up in San Antonio, there Not were. Not at all. San Antonio is very haunted. But <laughs> there, there were. Fucking built a city on the Alamo. What do you expect? Well, this is lesser known. But there were train tracks, and I can't tell you where they were. I cannot. And I can maybe contact some friends to let you know where they were because they were driving and I wasn't. But there were train tracks where a school bus full of children had apparently got hit by a train on decades before. Ugh. When I was in high school. And if you go and you put your car in neutral – Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You've heard this. I've seen it on TV shows and everything. Zach Baggins did it. Yeah, Zach Baggins did it on um, Ghost Adventures. And we did it. And the freaking car moved, man. Like, it's crazy. We put baby powder on the back windows. We didn't see handprints like we were supposed to. For what Courtney's referring to is the legend is not only when yeah, you park sorry. on the tracks right there, mm-hmm. you, you basically put the car in park and put it in, or put yeah. it in neutral on the yeah. tracks. Mm-hmm. And the, your car supposedly will move. And they on say, its own. Yeah, on its own. And they say when you get out, if you put something on the back bumpers, you'll see tiny handprints, like kids' it's, handprints all over the, the back children of the children pushing the it's car the, away. It's supposed to be the children Which I died. hate that I ever did that because... I don't want to play with the children. I, I, you know, I don't want them to feel like they have to save me, but. You have much like happier ghost stories than I do. I do have, ha- I have, I have happy ghost stories. I mean, we've talked to me. I've got ghost stories galore through decades of my life. I don't know why. You said you didn't have any. Well, I said we've talked text. about it. No, I said we've talked about it all the months because we oh, talked okay. about on, on, on various episodes. We've talked about, you know, Eastern State Penn, like I said, mm-hmm. we've talked about Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I just, the wood line just, it feels like there's people there. You can like hear them running. You can feel them running. You like feel them staring at you, but there's nothing there. It's just yeah. freaky. Uh, Fort Sumner. Mm-hmm. When I went there with my parents when I was a kid and I like walked through the doors and I basically could give the tour with all the details and everything that happened there. And I'd never been there in my life and knew nothing about the place, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And then uh, there was one I thought of, I wrote it down when we were talking because one of the stories kind of reminded me vaguely of it. It was when I was in Hawaii. So, have you ever heard of... He was stationed in Hawaii for those who... The Nightwalkers. Mm-hmm. Uwakaipo, as they're referred to on the island. I believe I'm saying it right. Uwakaipo. So, it is a, as a Hawaiian legend that they're dead warriors, the souls of dead warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen them in movies and stuff, but you can't... They come down from the mountainside, basically marching in a line with torches. But if you look them in the face, you'll die. Uh, that's kind of the, the legend of it. But I remember... You know, we used to go, everyone when they visit Hawaii goes to the tourist spots, right? We go to off the beaten path waterfalls and we go hiking and stuff. So we would go on roads that have been closed that you can't, you can't even access with cars or anything like that. I remember we used to go to this one all the time uh, off the old Poly Highway. It was, I think it was the old Poly Highway. And then you go down there and you walk around and you're just kind of in the woods. You go a couple of different directions. You can come to different places. But you're basically on the east side of Oahu on the, on the mountains on the side of the right. ocean. So you can look down when you get the clearings. You can look down and see the beach and see the water. 
But I remember, you know, hearing the story of the night marchers and stuff. It was during the day, but you would is always that night marchers, is that night, night marchers? walkers, night marchers. Oh, I remember you would always. Part of the legend was you'd always hear them chanting as they were coming. Dude, we were up there. They're chanting. I don't, I don't know what they were saying. Oh, okay, it was part of the legend. And then uh, we would be just walking to the waterfall, like four or five of us, and you would just hear this weird, like repetitive chanting and you're like looking through the clearings into the openings you're like there's fucking no one here was it loud or was it like a hum almost? it sounded it was like loud in the distance you know that sound yeah, like, you like can tell a, something a loud, hum in the distance but it was it sounded like it was really loud from like far away but it's it's just I mean, it's from a distance mm-hmm. couldn't hear what they're saying knew it wasn't something audible that we understand but mm-hmm. it's it loud in the distance is the only way i can describe it yeah i got you just shouldn't have been there Shouldn't have been happening. Yeah. No explanation for it. Been there a hundred times, never heard it before. This is weird. Crazy. What do you think the catalyst was for it occurring then? Was it nighttime? No, it was during the day. Like I said, it was in oh. the middle of the day. What could it have been? Maybe, I don't know. We just chalked it up to maybe they were doing like a luau somewhere or something. For yeah. The, and it, for the tourists or something. That's what it was. I don't know. It kind of stirred it up. We just heard it from a distance. Because this was all, this is this part of the island is over by where... Um, the ranch where they filmed Jurassic Park and all that is. Oh, yeah. It's not far from there. It's that same side of the island over there. I can probably think of about more. There's places I want to go for my ghost stories. Like the Winchester Mansion. Absolutely. Well, we will have more of these listener tales. So please feel free to send them in. This isn't going to be our only one for sure. Send them to us, please. We please. Like them. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Bless you. That's horrible. And it gives us a good break for horrible things we cover. Keep sending them in. Send as many of them as you want. We'll read them. Absolutely. And thank you guys for tuning in. And make sure that you are around on our Patreon for November because it's going to be epic. It is going to be epic. I'm ready for it. Me too. I'm ready. I've been ready. I want to hear your deep dive on this subject that I didn't know you could dive any deeper onto. And yet we found a way. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I know you find a way. But you've told me so much about this and I know so much about this already. I'm like, how the hell can she do this that deep? And then she says she's got at least at least three episodes. Probably we're going to get it to. If we got to do more, we will. Um, it might be four. It's four. We it's might four. see. We might go into December, but I'm not sure. I'm ready for it. Yep. Absolutely. I want it. Because like I said, you're going to go somewhere that I've never even heard this thing go. I'm excited, guys. So, um... Thank you so much, listeners, for sending in your tales. We love it. And we love all of you. We love you guys. And we will see you here same time next week for the start of our mini-series. Can we start now? I'm ready for it. No, we can't. I really am excited for this one. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye.